0: Hey legends, welcome along to a new episode of the show. And uh, this one here we're getting into Friday the 13th, Jason takes Manhattan. And you just know by that title this movie is not gonna take itself seriously whatsoever. And it really kinda doesn't. It's uh Yes, it's just It's a Jason movie. It's just a Jason movie. And um, I think it was just getting to that stage and the run where they thought, okay, they're just gonna do something fairly random this time, and uh, yes, that's uh, an enjoyable run, to say the least. And uh, yes, yeah, we kind of by the end of this one, we we kind of slip out of continuity for the rest of the series, more or less. Up to this point, you've got some kind of attachment to the the prior film but not really at the end of this one here um but we'll get to that and the the next review of the series but and this one starts off pretty much not exactly where the previous movie left off but we do find jason he's on the lake at the bottom once more and he's under the wreckage of the dock and uh Yes, there's a boat up there, a houseboat on Crystal Lake, and there's a couple of teenagers on it. And this guy's telling his girlfriend about the, the legend of Jason Voorhees. So we open up the movie, and you know, you've got those two characters there that's just following the backstory for anybody that's not familiar with Jason Voorhees. Maybe this is their first time checking one of these movies out. So you've got that little bit of a backstory who Jason was what happened like in big big detail you know starting off with his mother killing because of Jason dying and then Jason coming back and he comes after the kids and whatnot so it is what it is and he then goes to play a prank on her with a hockey mask and a prop knife so it's it's always interesting where the, the hockey mask kind of comes out of in these movies so uh that was it for this one um, he's dropped the anchor of the boat, um, down at the bottom. Of course, there's, uh, some underwater cables that the, the anchor gets caught on. Of course, the electricity sparks and sparks along the pipe and that's Jason's corpse and that reanimates him one more time. Uh, so he's still chained up at the bottom of the lake and, uh, this breaks him free, and he sneaks on board, takes the mask, of course, puts that on. And he's back to, oh, check me out, I've got a new hockey mask. And uh, he kills the guy with a harping gun, and then takes out the, the kid's girlfriend who's hiding in the boat. But he's going to find her, he gets her, kills her. The next morning, there's a ship called the the SS Lazarus, that's ready to set sail for New York, New York City awesome place. I cannot wait to get back to New York City. It is an experience that I would highly recommend anybody to go and check out. I absolutely love the city. Can't wait to get back. If you've been interested in seeing, uh, some video footage from my trip there, you can check out my vlog channel. Here's Rodders Vlogs. Check out the New York videos, which, uh, They're okay. you get a bit of detail of the city. I was literally watching them back myself, and uh, I could have done a lot better. So that's another reason to head back, As to do more stuff like that, and just, oh, great, great city. Anyway, I digress once more. This boat, the SS Lazarus, getting ready to head to New York City, has got a graduate and senior class on on it from Lakeview High School and uh, the chaperone for the the students is the biology teacher uh, Charles McCullough and English teacher Colleen Van Dusen. Uh, Van Dusen brings McCulloch's niece Rennie along for the trip despite her aquaphobia. She's terrified of the water but she's she's getting talked on or she's been talked on the going on this trip to kinda Get her to face her fears, more or less. Um, yes, um, the guy, her uncle, he's not happy at all that she's there, but it does what it does, more or less. And of course, Jason sneaks on board, and uh, the killing spree commences. He starts off with uh, a rock star wannabe. She's pretty much. She's got a guitar with her and she's got a ghetto blaster, and she sparks off the music once in a while, and she starts playing the guitar with it. You know, he takes the guitar and beats her to death with it, essentially. That night, young boxer who's lost his match to a champion is killed by Jason and the ship. Sona, Sona, Sona. There's a new word for you. Uh, (laughs) um, Rennie, while searching for her pet border collar collie Toby uh discovers prom Queen Tamara and her friend Eva doing drugs on the boat. Uh the guy is supposed to be watching them, this guy McCullough, he nearly catches them and uh, moments later uh Tamara pushes Rennie. Yeah, she uh, they're almost caught for using these. Uh, drugs and what not and of course the first thing she thinks is oh it's this girl his uh, niece that had kind of ratted them out so she knows she's afraid of water so her revenge is to push her overboard Um, she u- then uses a video student Wayne to record Cause this guy McCullough he's, he's going to come after her now he's like you're not getting to New York City you're going to be stuck in the boat this whole trip you know I'm the boss. What I says goes. So uh she decides to try and get him to her cabin. And then she's going to try and seduce him. Or at least make it look like she's trying to seduce him. And he's taking her up on it. So she manages to get him onto the bed. She kisses him and whatnot. But this uh, film student, more or less, runs about with a video camera the whole time, uh, he records him in uh compromising situation. Um uh, yes, but uh you know, they threatened to show the video and whatnot, so he storms out. Uh this guy Wayne helping her out, you know, he tries to admit that he's always had the hots for her. And you know, she uh rejects him afterwards, you know, he just she's just using people. It's just the sort of girl she is. Um. Yes. She doesn't last long. Jason pops up. He kills her with a shard of broken mirror glass as she's in the shower. Uh, back to Renny she sees visions of a young Jason throughout the ship. So, you know, it's It's weird the way the like the, the main character in these movies kind of got to the stage where they're having like these premonitions and whatnot. And it's not really explained in this one. Uh, as much as any of the rest of them would have done you. Know, if there was was that sort of thing there would be kind of an explanation for it, but you don't really seem to get it in this movie. Uh, but it's, it's setting, it up, setting us up for the, the end to the movie, essentially. But as far as the reason she's seeing it, it doesn't really give it away. Or if it did, I wasn't paying enough attention to it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she starts to see, like, in reflections and whatnot, she sees, like, this kid underwater and whatnot, it's the young Jason. Um, Jason then, of course, still on his rampage, he kills the captain and his first mate, uh, Rennie's boyfriend, and Captain Robertson's son, Sean, discovers them, and tells the others before calling for an emergency, uh, you know, Coast Guard. You know, we need we need help. The, the captain's dead. The forest officer's dead. We're all doomed. Yeah. And that's another thing. Just want to say, say that uh, the one thing I did miss in these movies for a while now was in the original one, uh, first movie, and the second movie. I can't recall if he made it the third movie. but with that crazy old guy that always turned up and he's like, "You're all doomed." Jason's coming to get you, you can't stop him if he decides to do you and you're done. And we haven't had that for a while but in this movie we get one of the the wee workers on the ship. And, you know, As soon as the first person sets foot on the ship in the movie he's just like, you're all doomed, he's coming for you. So we get a bit of that in this movie as well. Cheese at it's absolute finest. I have said it countless times over the years and discussions with people. I do bits and pieces of uh, short film stuff when I can. Happens very, very rarely, but uh, and dealings with a lot of people over the years that were either interested in it or eventually got doing it. If you're up with ideas, there would always be somebody like, "I don't want to do that. That's cheesy." It's just like it was the, the ultimate sin if you were going to do this sort of thing. It's like, oh, it's cheesy. We're not going to do that. But it has to be said, I've said it countless times over the years cheese sells. That's what we get with these movies here. They started out absolutely fantastic, they got to a high point, then they started to dwindle slightly, and that's where we get to the stage in the, the franchise where it is cheese. Cheesy goodness at its finest. at It is class. Uh, um, Eva, this girl finds Tamara's body, runs, Jason chases her, gets her in the disco room, uh he strangles her. Um er, does he strangle no hold on jumping I'm jumping ahead in my notes. He kills her, he strangles Jason Robertson's son. Um No sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, I read the same line twice in my notes. He did indeed get her and the, the disco and strangled her. Jason did it in the disco off the rope. Uh, <laughs> the students, the remaining people there, they agree to search for Jason. When McCullough decides that the the deck hand of the ship is responsible, the guy it was you're all doomed, you know, the, he's been at it from the word go. He's been filling people's heads, full of stories about Jason Voorhees. And now he's, McCullough, he's kind of setting up. Like he's a copycat murderer. Let's find him before he can do any more damage. Um, the deckhand, however, he's found with a fire axe in his back. Um, Jason grabs hold of the Miles and tosses him into the radio transmitter tower. ...kills him... Uh, ...Julius is knocked overboard... ...this is... ...a character that... ...has a little bit of... ...quite a few comic moments... ...in the movie... ...and his demise... ...has to be said... ...I laughed hard... ...at it... ...I feel bad for it... ...but... ...it was class... ...he's into the... In the boxing... ...and... Uh, ...yes... ...he at one point... ...coming up towards the end of the film... Is confronted with Jason, and he decides, okay, I'm not going to run anymore. So he decides he's going to try and box Jason. But they have to get to New York City first for a movie that's entitled uh, "Jason Takes Manhattan." They spend a hell of a lot of time in this boat just getting there. Like they're literally twenty minutes or so at the end of the movie is in New York City. But uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a good time, has to be said. Um this guy Julius, he's knocked overboard. Uh in the hold of the ship. Uh Wayne comes upon JJ's body and is thrown into an electrical box. That was the guy uh the guy that was running around with the video camera trying to blackmail McCullough. He gets thrown into the uh electrics of the ship gets killed after he sees the, the wee rocker's body that was killed with the guitar um yeah Wayne's corpse catches fire and causes the ship to take on water so it's they're in a bad way and with the other students that are left in the desk discor- room uh seemingly dead McCullough Van Dusen Rennie and Sean escape aboard a life raft and discover that Toby and Julius are still alive. Toby, the dog, and Julius pops up out of the water. So, um, yeah, this is one of these movies where you're kind of thinking, um, you don't get a lot of time in a Jason movie to actually build any kind of relationship to any characters that are involved in the movie. That's more or less, okay... This is this person is such and such. This is his friend. This is his girlfriend, and that's pretty much all you get. Then Jason pops up and starts taking people out one after the other. But you always question the dog in these movies. The pet, whatever it may be—dog, cat, whatever it is—something will happen, and by the end of the movie, or something, think to yourself, "I wonder if the dog's okay." So uh, the dog manages to get through this movie in pretty good shape. Um, They get onto this rowboat and they row away from the ship as it's sinking. And uh, uh, they manage to get to New York City. Um, They're no sooner onto the dock when Jason, of course, pops up and stalks him through the streets. Uh, Rennie is kidnapped by a pair of junkies. They pop up and take her prisoner and they're going to have their way with her, more or less. And the rest of the group splits up to try and find help then we get to the point where Julius the boxer ends up uh, he just gets exhausted you know running he's just fed up and he's just like okay they're on a the rooftop and he's like alright this is going to end here so he fights Jason uh, by boxing them you know jab 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 left hook what all that happen? Uh, from one end of the roof of a skyscraper to the other end of the roof. And it's just chop, 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 dig, dig, dig. And every punch pushes Jason further and further back. And Jason just lets him throw everything he's got at him until he just runs out of energy. And there's nothing left on him. And then the guy makes the biggest mistake in his life... Drops his guard. He knows he's doomed anyway. But he looks at Jason square in the eye. And he's like, take your best shot. And Jason does. Of course he does. He's going to take his best shot. And uh, he uppercuts this guy so hard that he kn- knocks the head right off his shoulders. And it bounces across the rooftops down on the dumpster in the street. I have to say now, I laughed hard at that scene. Um... Because you were expecting something to get to happen But just the way they did it was wonderful um, Rennie, who was a kidnapped these pair of junkies She manages to escape when Jason attacks and kills them um, She runs into Sean and they reunite with the teachers And uh, the NYPD, there's a police officer there uh So they're in the car, they're trying to explain what's go- going on, the police aren't really, you know, kind of taking it in but not really believing them at the same time. Of course Jason pops up, kills the police officer. Um Rennie jumps into the, the driver's seat of the car, tries to get away, but uh, after having a vision of Jason once again, that distracts her. She crashes the car, Um Van Dusen, the teacher, is she doesn't get out of the car in time and she is blown up along with the car explodes she's still in there she dies Um, it is revealed that McCullough the uncle to is responsible for her fear of water whenever she was a kid his way of teaching her how to swim was to just throw her off the boat in the middle of the lake and it was either sink or swim more or less, um, so that's where the fear of water came from, um, and uh, yeah, that's probably why now that I'm talking about it, that's probably why she was having the visions of Jason because in the flashback, he kind of had this kid reaching up from the bottom of the lake trying to get hold of her. So, Jason Voorhees' story she's always known, and uh, whether it was real or not, whenever she was a kid real enough in her mind to uh, make her freak out to this age. Um, they decide, okay, screw him. That's the sort of person he is. We're going to take off without him. So they leave him behind. And uh, Jason pops up once more. And drowns McCullough in a barrel of toxic waste. Which New York just seems to be full of in this movie. I was there. I didn't see one <laughs> ton of toxic waste the entire time I was there so the chase then commences Jason chases Rennie and Sean under the subway uh, Sean incapacitates Jason by pushing him into the third rail on the track you know it's electric again so it's like oh we're going to electrocute Jason and try and kill him here but of course that's what brought him back at the beginning of the movie you really think this is going to stop him now but uh, the, the funniest part and the sentence sequence as in the subway train Jason's just walking by passengers and they're just and um, <sighs> New York's the sort of place where people just go about their their lives and it's the one place on the face of the planet that me personally as like I make podcasts and I do YouTube videos and whatnot I've been bl- vlogging on and off for years I, for as long as I've been doing it I'm very uncomfortable with people out in public with a vlog camera in my hand talking to the camera doing all that sort of stuff in New York City wasn't an issue the city the people in it it's a weird combination of they're really really good people but they're so busy living their own lives that you. Know, you Don't need to feel self conscious in New York City, they'll let you be who you want to be. That's great, it's completely different from Northern Ireland. Um, people know you're into this sort of stuff over here, they just they'll ridicule you till you, you just pass away. Um, it's a disaster. So, New York, and you see it in this movie. So, Jason's walking through the city the subway, and uh, there's passengers there, and they kind of look up and ...react the same... ...but they're kind of like at the same time... ...is like... Eh. go back to their own thing... ...and uh, even on Times Square... ...there's one part where... ...these hippies... ...well... ...punk rockers... ...are sitting out in the street... ...and they've got their... ...their ghetto blaster there... ...they're blasting the music... ...they're enjoying themselves... ...taking it easy... middle of Times Square... ...Jason walks past kicks the ghetto blaster, wrecks it and of course these guys get up and they're going to go after him It's like, hey man, you just destroyed our boombox or whatever. Jason turns around, his back's towards the camera and he just, nice and easily, these guys are squaring up to start a fight with him and he lifts his arm up, takes the hockey mask and reveals his face. And these guys run for their lives. And he puts the mask back down. And he turns and he continues off chasing Renny and Sean. So there's a good bit of comedy moments in here as well. Um, They end up in a diner in Times Square. And then end up going into the sewers where they encounter a worker down there. And he warns them that the sewers will be flooded with toxic waste at midnight. Um, Jason appears... Uh, kills this guy, uh, knocks Sean unconscious. Rennie froze, with a very conveniently placed vat of toxic waste is just sitting at the corner, and she lifts it. And she froze it around Jason, and uh, this starts to melt his face down and whatnot. Um, she then gets Sean kind of woken up to climb a ladder. Uh, Jason staggering after them. Uh, just then. The sewers begin to flood with all this toxic waste. And that gets hold of Jason. And uh, yes, all this water is reminding Jason of his childhood drowning. And he begins to vomit up water. And uh, the wastewater eventually overcomes him, causing his face to melt away. And then, you know, whenever the, the water starts to drain down a wee bit... Sean and Rennie witness what appears to be Jason as an unconscious child. So what you know, we—I don't know if they put that in there in this movie. You know, it was kind of wasn't expecting it at the end of the film, but having seen Freddy versus Jason at this point, I wonder if they threw that sequence into this movie to set that up in the Freddy versus Jason movie because there is a part. And that movie where Freddie takes Jason back to his child form. We'll get to that whenever we're doing that movie. Seriously, jumping ahead in these things. Um, Rennie and Sean, they make their way back out onto the street and uh, they are reunited with her dog, Toby, in Times Square. So everything that happens, this dog got through it. He's fine and well at the end of the movie. And... Uh, they probably lived happily ever after. But um Yes, as I said at the start of this review, you just know by that title. Jason Takes Manhattan. It's gonna be one of these ones that's just uh it's just gonna be horror fair of a bit of comedy for you in there. And that's just exactly what you get. Um this came out in '89. Uh, it had a budget of five point five million. And it made back 14.3 million, so it was probably one of the, the weaker paybacks in the series. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the poorest. I'm just trying to recall some of the... Like, I think it, the box office for the rest of them was up at least 20 for most of them. But uh, let me just look at some of the details here. Um, yeah, poorest performing film... And the Friday the 13th series to date It received overwhelmingly negative reviews For what critics saw as weak humour Unintelligent plotting And a failure to effectively deliver On the promise of its subtitle <laughs> Yeah, as a, like for a movie it says You know, Jason takes Manhattan The vast majority of the movie He's chasing guys around this ship on the way to New York but uh you know and, and I've said it before and pretty much probably all these reviews for Friday the thirteenth you don't go into these movies expecting Shakespeare. You're gonna hear for just horror bubblegum for the brain and this brings it on and spades and uh again cheese sells I <laughs> I had a good time with this movie, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, that's... Normally you'll get a movie in the series where you'll more than likely jump over it the next time, like if you're going through the box set or something. For me, I don't think it'll be this movie. You know, I think it'll be the, the New Blood, probably, the one I could skip over. Um, that was okay, but not one of my favourites out of it in this in this movie here. It's just it's a bit of fun and uh it is what it is. But it's the it also brings to an end the continuity of the series. Never week one the the follow movies after this. Um there's only one I think at this point there's only one before um Freddy versus Jason um what is the next one yeah yeah the final freddy's the next one Jason goes to hell so we're going to be doing that next week on Friday on the, se- the on the show and then I'm debating whether to do the remake of Friday the 13th before freddy versus jason or maybe we should do it after that I don't know I'll make up my mind before then but if you've got any preferences let me know. Email the show, hellmouthhotline, gmail.com, and uh, cast your vote. Do all good social media stuff. Share the show along. Follow. I would really, really appreciate it. So until then, guys, whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing it safe, and I'll talk to you all then. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening.